What up, what up? This is your boy, ACH, Captain Motivation himself. You are now tuning in to ROH Cast at ringofhonorworld.com. Fucking bullshit! Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 85 of the ROH Cast. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. As always, I'm here with the other co-owner and the editor of the website, he is the podcast missionary, Stephen. Hello, everyone. And we're also joined by podcast worst nightmare, John. How's it going? We've got a very special show for you this week. We're about to be joined by ACH, so uh, we might as well get to that interview right now, and we hope you enjoy it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Stephen and John as always, and we're joined by a very special guest. He's one of the newest additions to the Ring of Honor roster. ACH is here. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing exquisite. I'm doing great, thanks. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you guys for having me, man. I'm good. We're going we're gonna to have a good time today. We're going to have a really good time today on this podcast. Awesome. Um, so our first question, we'll, we'll talk about the early days of how did you first get into professional wrestling? Um, how did I first get into professional wrestling? Um, I actually went to high school with guys that were training to be professional wrestlers when I was a senior. And uh, they're guys out of Texas. Um, they still wrestle, actually, which is pretty cool. And um, uh, they had hooked me up with a school by the name of uh, Quest for Champions at the time that was in South Austin, Austin, Texas. And I went with those guys. Um, but I couldn't wrestle while I was in high school, so... I had to wait until I graduated, and then, like, maybe three weeks after I was done, two or three weeks after I graduated, I connected with the Quest for Champions school, and I started training from there. Um, you made your pro debut about six years ago now. What do you remember from your first match? Um, actually, I started... Okay, this is a funny story. I, my debut match in wrestling was November of... Uh, 2006. So it's documented that in doc, it's documented in other places. 2007, February 2007. But me being the uh, ADD guy that I am, and just not really paying attention to anything, and just enjoying the ride that is professional wrestling, I kind of just got lost in the shuffle of years and dates and times. But uh, what I remember from my matches, I was a big uh, Team Angle fan. I'm a big Charles Benjamin fan, big Charlie Haas, and um, big uh, Kurt Angle fan, and I didn't have gear. It was kind of one of those things that was just like, hey, you want to you you have your first match? And I was like, okay, sure. It was a battle royal. I had on white century kick pads. I had on blue basketball shorts. Um, I was in uh, business. I was in, uh, God, I forgot the name of the course, but I was, it was pretty much I was an entrepreneur. I was in an entrepreneur class in school, and I came up with my own shirt design. And uh, I wore that to the ring, and I had a Marvel jacket that had, like, all the Marvel superheroes on it. And I wore that to the ring. And I remember uh, I had a mouthpiece in because I thought I was cool. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) the one thing that everybody wanted me to do in the match was uh, the drop salt. I used to do a a pretty mean drop salt, and I would land. I used to do it with two legs, and I would land it on my my feet. And then I used to do the... uh, 
my, my shelf minimus spider, they called it, where I would jump to, to the third rope. I would vertically jump to the third rope, and I would turn around and do a clothesline. And the guy was like, you need to do those moves tonight. And I was like, uh, yes, sir. And he's like, other than that, just have fun. <laughs> and I was like the final three at the Battle Royal, and I was like the flippy guy, which I don't even flip a lot. But, yeah, I remember doing all my stuff, and that was like my final spot was uh, – Put me up in the suit. It was a Shelton Benjamin spot. He put me up in the suplex. I land on my feet. I turn around, or I elbow you the back of the head, and then I like jump to the rope, and then I turn around and I give you the clothesline. And I remember I did the clothesline. I got up and I like fired up, like yeah. And then some guy like grabbed me and just like threw me out, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That was that, that was my that was my debut of pro wrestling. What a great experience. <laughs> Um, we have a question from our forum here. Ken smells good. Says, um, what kind of training disciplines have you implemented, and do you train in gymnastics or any specific martial arts styles? Um, I do cross training now. Um, actually, the guy that I'm driving with right now, Alex, he's a wrestler out of uh, Missouri. Out of uh, Missouri, we actually train together. Me, him, and Vega, we go to uh, cross training. Um, I've never done any gymnastics. I've never done any karate. Um, funny story, when I was a freshman, I actually went to a cheerleading school once to go with this girl that I had a crush on, which is actually my ex-girlfriend who I dated for like eight years. But, uh, yeah, me and her went, I went to her, uh, cheerleading school just to like, you know, impress her. Cause like I taught myself how to do a backflip when I was young. So yeah, that's pretty weird. But, uh, yeah, I taught myself how to do a backflip. So everything that like people see me in the ring is just, I guess, God-given ability, and, like, it's all just raw, pure talent, I guess, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that, because uh, Harpoon IPA says, with the great gift the Lord has given you in athleticism, what sports backgrounds did you come from in your childhood? Um, I didn't really, I played, I played like, Little League Baseball uh, for, like, six years, which I guess that really doesn't count, because you don't really tap into your, like, athleticism until maybe about high school. But um, <laughs> I played I played middle school football, but I didn't play no games. I didn't play no games at all. Um, I just sat on the bench. I was a bench warmer. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot of it had to do with, like, my ADD, and a lot of it had to do with me not really being focused on, like, I was just, like, I was the one kid where, like, everybody would be on the sidelines. You're supposed to be, like, watching the play. I'd be, like, playing with the grass. Like, you know, daydreaming about stuff, looking into, like, staring off into space. Like, I was always in my own little world. Like, I was always doing something different. And, like, they didn't think I was an athlete either. Just, like, I mean, when you're, when you're like, small and short, your head is, like, the biggest muscle on your body. Like, no one thinks you're, like, no one, they didn't really look at me as an athlete. Like, they were just like, oh, this guy. So they didn't take me serious. So, like, I gave it up in eighth grade like when I went to high school I was like okay I'm going to be a wrestler I'm going to do like I was going to be like amateur wrestling and I was going to do like all TC and I was going to do football but then like you know me and my father we you know I lived with my father at the time and like my father was pressuring me to do all these things and like every kid you know when you're pressured to do something you don't want to do it because you're you're being pressured so like I kind of went against the norm, and I was like, you know, I rebelled against my father, and I felt like he was trying to make me relive his childhood, you know, the things that he couldn't do, so he wanted me to do them, so I didn't want to do none of it. And plus, like, I didn't have a really good, successful middle school football career, so, you know, all those guys that I went to school in eighth grade with, they had good 
high school careers because the coaches were like, yeah, this guy, this, this guy, this guy, this guy. But, you know, I didn't play, you know. So no one took me serious as an athlete. No one thought I really had the it back there, I guess you can say. So I was always overlooked. Hmm. So uh, before you got into Ring of Honor, what were some of your favorite matches from your earlier years? Um, man, some of my favorite matches. Um, maybe obviously my my match with Ar Fox from uh, AIW from Absolute Intense Wrestling. That was probably one of my favorite matches. Was him the Iron Man match. Um, my match with T.J. Perkins from St. Louis Anarchy is one of my favorites. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, I had a match with Davey Vega in San Antonio for Anarchy Championship Wrestling um, at Showtime's Birthday Bash last November, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I'm hoping to do it again this year, actually. Mm. Those are some of my favorite matches, actually. Um, we have another question from the forum here. Hellfont93 says, Who has inf- influenced you the most as a performer? Sean Benjamin. Benjamin, okay. Any explanation? Yeah, oh, no, I suppose yeah. we went on went on that before, didn't we really? <laughs> How did you come up with some of your more unique and innovative offense? For example, the Air Jordan is a move I've personally never seen anyone else do before. Um, I I had a lot of time I had a lot of time to myself, you know, when I was coming into wrestling, uh, when I lived in San Antonio and I always try to like view things from a video game standpoint of like when you play a video game and you see something, someone's like, you can't do that. It's like, okay, you can't do it exactly how the video game did it, but there's a way that you can tweak it to where it's like, okay, that's a video game move, and I don't know how he did that. You know, it's, it's weird. It's just a lot of daydreaming and a lot of thinking, you know, just, hmm. you know, thinking to yourself, like, man, I want to do this move. So that's, that has a lot to do with that. And just studying and looking at other guys and going, Okay, he did it like this. Why well, didn't he do it like this? You know, you always want to be different and stand yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> Kiku Chi- Chioi, I think, uh, from our forum says, what was your experience like working the Dragon Gate USA shows and how does it compare to working for Ring of Honor? The pace. I loved it. I actually enjoyed working for Dragon Gate. I got to tag with my boy Swan, which I hope we get to do it sometime you know, again later here in the future. But um, I really enjoyed them. I really enjoyed working on the uh, Dragon Gate shows, you know, the Bad Blood there, whatever. Those guys really liked it. They took me in. And like I said, the difference between working Dragon Gate and Ring of Honor shows is just the pace. The pace is totally different. You know, in Dragon Gate, everything is kind of like boom, 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 And in Ring of Honor, it's kind of like boom, 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 take your time, boom, 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 take your time. You know, it's like different drum patterns, you know. It's all, to me, it's like it's the same band, but it's just different drum patterns. That's all it is. You made your Ring of Honor debut at Death Before the Sunner against Kyle O'Reilly. How did that match come about? Um, my Shakara match. My I saw um, Delirious um, at my Shakara match. My my first four-way Shakara in Boston uh, for the Young Lions Cup. And um, he saw my match and he came up to me and he asked me. He asked me how I've been because I've met Delirious before uh, prior to that meeting in um, Austin, Texas, when he came to work for um, Anarchy Championship Wrestling. And uh, I was doing a beer drinking game where like I think this, the thing was like for every two count of the match the fans had to take a shot and I 
did like this drunken master gimmick, like Lee from Tekken and Jackie <laughs> Chan. So he like he saw that and he was like, oh, that was awesome, you know. And like nothing ever came about it, but I think I kind of was like on his radar at that point, and like I just kept working hard and hard, and then it all kind of came to the end where like we met at the Chicago thing and he asked me if I was under any contract, if I was working with anyone, any agreements, any deal, and I told him no. He invited me out to the show. He said he may have something for me and then we needed to work from there. Mm. Have you enjoyed working with him so far at Ring of Honor? Oh, I did. I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, uh, my reason for going there, like, a lot of people ask me, like, why did you go there? You know, you, you, you should have went to Dragon Gate. That seems to be more of your style. And it's like, well, I felt, honestly, if I would have went to Dragon Gate, you know, uh, I felt like I could have stood out. I could have stood out. You know, I could have I could have been, you know, just, a, you know, I could have stand out. I could have been, you know, top guy, however, you know, whatever. Um, but... I wanted to go against the norm. Like, I looked at the roster at Dragon Gate, I looked at the roster at Ring of Honor, and my style would be completely different on a Ring of Honor card than it would be in the Dragon Gate. Because a lot of those guys, Dragon Gate, those guys are, a lot of, all those guys are really good. And they're really good. And I felt like if I would have went there, I kind of would have just fell into the fold a little bit. And I don't want to fall into the fold. So I figured I'd go to Ring of Honor where you don't see a lot of my style. You know, my style is very unique. Uh, I like to call my style the Final Fantasy style. So, <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, to the shots out to the gamers. But, yeah, you know, I feel like my style would be different than uh, stand out more on the Ring of Honor card. So that's why I choose. And then, you know, I also did some research, and I looked, you know, when I had some time to think about it. I just, you know, I Googled uh, Ring of Honor. I looked at some of the forms, and I looked at some of, you know, the, the things that people were saying. And, like, both fans were saying the same thing. Oh, I would love to see him here. I would love to see him here. You know, but the Ring of Honor fans, like, they seemed like they really, really wanted me there. And, you know, and I'm all about pleasing the people. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go here because it just it just feels right. It just it just felt like the right. I thought about it. I prayed on it. You know, I said I guess the time. I talked to my mother about it actually, who had who knows nothing about wrestling. <laughs> so I just wanted to get I just wanted to get her opinion just to see what she would say, which really it didn't do much, but it, it it helped a little bit. But you know, and I got a lot of people's personal opinions, and I just you know I'm like okay, Ring of Honor sounds like the place to go, and I kind of feel like I made the right decision. Hmm. I mean, were you a big fan of Ring of Honor before you signed? I mean, did you watch much of the the product? Um, me breaking in actually, I didn't know anything about indie independent wrestling. Uh, I just knew WWE wrestling and WCW. That's all I knew when I first came in. So maybe about my like fourth, fourth and a half year of wrestling, I found out what Ring of Honor was. It's like. You know, but it wasn't something that I just kept up with. I was like, oh, yeah, I know what Ring of Honor is, but it's, it's not like I watched it religiously. Like, all my friends, like, in the Midwest, you know, like, they were like, yeah, I was at this show, and I know Ring of Honor, and, and these guys, and these guys, and to me, it's like, I'm still slowly finding out. I was still slowly finding out about a lot of these guys, you know, so. Mm. Um, uh, obviously, you made a, a few appearances for Ring of Honor, and then you uh, you signed a contract. I mean, uh, when did you find out that you were, were getting signed? Um, when did I find out I was getting signed? Man, actually, uh, uh, I didn't know anything after my match with O'Reilly. Um, it was still up, I didn't know anything. I didn't really hear anything. And then after that, I did the, the two Dragon Gate shows. And I still wasn't even approached by Dragon Gate 
with a contract. So, I mean, the, the people to approach me with a contract first was Ring of Honor. But, I mean, I knew I had Dragon Gate, you know, in the back, you know, kind of there. So I kind of just thought about what I wanted to do. Um, even when I wrestled Roger Strong, I knew I was on the verge of getting signed. We had talked about it, but they had told me to just, you know, come up with a decision. And then after my match with uh, Roderick, I knew that was the place I wanted to be. Like, I knew it was like, hey, I want to be here. Mm. Yeah, that, that match was uh, was awesome, yeah. Um, 92, oh, Cannon, 92 Cannonball from the forum asks, do the RH veterans offer advice to a new member of the roster? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, Jay Lethal and Roderick have been probably the most influential two guys in the back for me, like, right now. And uh, I've, I've known Davey for, like, maybe, like, two years, two, three years and a half, and I've actually traveled with Davey. And, you know, I, before I was there, he's helped me and giving me tips and advice. And the same goes with uh, Michael Elgin. So, I mean, a lot of the guys I knew already before I was signed, but, I mean, right now, like, Roderick and um, Jay Lethal, they watch my match, and they you know, I come back, and they'll tell me, oh, you should have did this, you should have done that. And, you know, they give me all the, the tips and advice. And even um, Charlie Hoff, you know, before he retired, he was giving me tips and advice, and so was uh, Shelton whenever he was there, you know. So it's all I've always, you know, been open, open ears to information and knowledge of the business and wrestling and everything. Mm. And, uh, you know, Ring of Honor fans do have uh, a bit of a reputation for being sort of hard to please. So were you were you surprised at how quickly the, the fans sort of took to you? Um, a little bit. I mean, I didn't really I, – I, honestly, I still feel like I'm not over with them. But, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, man, you know, the, the people love you. So, I mean, we got Canada coming up here shortly. So, I mean, we'll see how the people – if they will boo me out of the building. I hope not. <laughs> I can't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, man. But it's 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 all a blessing, man. It's all like it's it's all new to me to like me go somewhere and everybody and the people are like, hey, C H, and I'm like, oh, uh, uh, all right, guys, all right. So it's cool, man. It's a really good experience. Mm. Yeah, and and recently you've been uh, tag teaming with uh, T D Thomas. Uh, how exactly did that tag team come about? Um, I believe they thought they figured that you know we both. It's kind of one of those. It's kind of one of those partnerships where you need each other, and I think we kind of do need each other. You know, at this point of in our in our careers of Ring of Honor, like what he lacks, I gain, and what I lack, he gains. You know, it's one of those things. Like we help each other out. It's like we're both each other's crutch in, in a sense. You know, and I, and honestly, I couldn't tell you how it came about. It could be just because we're two random black guys on the card. <laughs> it could be because we're both athletic. Like I, and that's how like what what it is. But honestly, I enjoy every minute of tagging with Kadari. Like it's a really good experience. Hmm. I mean, do you think the team will last, uh, you know, a long time, or would you prefer to be a singles wrestler at, at the current time? Um. Honestly, as long as I'm wrestling, I know this sounds like the cliche or like an easy way out, but as long as I'm inside of a ring of honor ring, wrestling and performing and doing what I'm doing, I'll tag with TV until, the, until like the cows come home. Like, I have no problem doing it. Hmm, good. Uh, and have, have you come up with any names for the tag team? I know that you haven't really got one yet. I don't know if you've uh, been shortlisting uh, any suitable names. 
that is that's like a movie. That's coming soon. Like we always <laughs> talk about this all the time. We're going like hey, we need a name for this tag team, and I'm just like ah. Uh, he, he's like we should go something like real anime, Dragon Ball Z, and I'm like yeah, I don't know, man. When you got guys like the Red Dragons, the American Wolves the CNC wrestling factory and then you'll have some guys like the Z fighters, you know, like, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that, that rolls off the tongue very well when people are talking about the tag teams. <laughs> so that's still, uh, that's, we're, that's still under construction. Yeah. And so even though you have been, uh, you know, teaming with TD Thomas, you earned yourself a, a TV title shot uh, recently. Uh, what did, what was it like sort of getting a title shot so quickly into your ring of honor career? Um, it was shocking. Yeah, it was it was surprising. Like, you know, I I was I was like speechless to be honest, man. Like, <laughs> you know, every like I wrestled for companies that have had TV titles, but they've never really they've never been on TV. So you know, you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna be wrestling for you know, bumfuck Egypt's TV title <laughs> that doesn't have TV makes all the sense in the world. So yeah, that's really weird. But like, you know, it was it was cool and it was it was it was a great experience to actually wrestle for a TV title, knowing that it's for a legit TV title that that will be showcased on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, KL underscore from the forums asks uh, to give at least three adjectives that can describe Ring of Honor. Uh. Three adjectives hmm. I can describe. Ring of homies. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, that's a, you know, I, I never really, like, I have three initials in my name. I have, I have three letters in my name. So trying to come up with that is, like, is, is just as hard. Because I try to come up with, like, many ways to, like, define ACH. It's really, really, really hard. So coming up with three adjectives for Ring of Honor could be really hard. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he asks that question all the time, and my answer is always really, really good. But uh, Mr. Orange from the forum asks, uh, "Do you think Ring of Honor should have more high flyers like yourself on the roster?" Um, do I think they should have more high flyers? Uh, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, they could use them. I mean, I mean they, I mean they could. I mean, I mean does he? Well, I don't know. Was it? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with yeah. That was a really weird question. I didn't know how to really expect that question. Yeah. And uh, oh, currently, currently, sorry, but currently you guys are at a. I am currently at a uh, supplement store buying um, supplements because you know I, you have to um, stay in. So this is a little fun little interview. We're off at the supplement store with ACH today. Yeah, but, uh, you guys are gonna. This is a day in the life of ACH. <laughs> uh, Hellfont93 asks, uh, do you think you'll play any part in the Scum vs. ROH story? I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? Uh, do you think you'll play any part in the Scum versus uh, Ring of Honor story? I don't know. Um, I wish I, I wish I had a, I wish I had an answer for that, but I don't know. I would love to. I really would like to wrestle Jimmy Jacobs, so I don't know. That's a really good question, though. You should, um, you should let his, um, 
his actions be heard, and he should um, let you know let let Ring of Honor hear about it. And uh, you just mentioned you like to wrestle Jimmy Jacobs, and that kind of ties into our next question: uh, DX versus NWO 1994 from the forum asks, out of all out of the people you haven't faced yet in Ring of Honor, who are you looking forward to facing the most? Uh, Jimmy Jacobs and Jay Lethal. Is there uh, any reason so, in particular, or? Well, I just I've always been a fan of Jimmy Jacobs, like since the first time I've seen him. I really enjoy. I really enjoy, like, his craft, of, you know, like, the way he's masses like, craft, like, the things that he does. And then I've also been a fan of uh, Lethal for a very long time now, and I also enjoy his matches, and I think that we can, I think we can have good matches. I, I think that, I mean, the people want to see good matches, and I feel that I can have good matches with those two. And uh, Words as Bombs asks, uh, is your finisher being named the Big Bang Attack an indication of some <laughs> avid anime fandom? If so, what are some of your favorite yeah. animes? Um, Dragon Ball Z is my favorite above none. Like that's um, I like One Piece. I'm a big fan of One. I like One Piece. I wouldn't say I'm a, I, like I know I know more about Dragon Ball Z than uh, like than I should know. But I like <laughs> I enjoy One Piece. Um, eh, I I somewhat like Naruto. Not too much into it. It's it is what it is. It's not like oh my god I gotta watch Naruto, but. I think One Piece is one of my favorites. Um, I'm a big fan of GT, of Dragon Ball GT. I get I get scolded for that one a lot. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, this is the North Star. I think everybody likes that. Um, this is good. Uh, Mega Man usually has some good animes. Um, who else has good animes? I need an anime cartoon. That would be pretty cool. Uh I think one piece of Dragon Ball Z I like my say I like my top two. And you also mentioned your love of video games. Uh, what are some of your favorite games? Oh, Dead to Rights One for PlayStation Two, without a doubt. <laughs> like without a doubt, it's, it's Dead to Rights One, the Batman Arkham, Batman, the Batman Arkham series. They're trying to come out with three right now, actually. Um, what else was the cut one? Uh, what else are my favorites? Uh, Kingdom Hearts One. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, yeah, I know Final Fantasy VIII. That's weird. When everyone's like seven, but I hate seven. I hate seven. I, ab I absolutely hate. Absolutely hate seven. Uh, Tekken. Tekken three or Tekken four? Tekken actually Tekken three through five are my favorites, like out of all time. Uh, Super Street Fighter, of course. Almost every Mega Man on Super Nintendo. No, I hate Mega Man games on Nintendo. I hate all those games. <laughs> um, was just, I just hate them. They're just so complicated to me. Um, what else is a good game? Um, what are some of my favorites? Uh, I hate God of War. I'm going to let that just be known now. <laughs> um... Captain America, I actually enjoy that, the Captain America game for uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to so, uh, so, Would you consider yourself a uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo guy? Well, it depends on what genre you're talking about. Like, everybody was a PlayStation 2 guy, and I was an N64 and a Super Nintendo guy, and I am also a... Uh, 
Xbox 360. So it depends on which it depends on which generation you're talking about. Hmm. And uh, just just to kind of wrap things up here, uh, Harpoon IPA asks, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I mean, uh, see myself still wrestling, still wrestling at a very high altitude, very healthy, and still doing still doing it with a smile on my face. And uh, Noop Dog asks, uh, will you be having a match at Border Wars? Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say yes, but I think yes, I will. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so that about I, uh, go on. Yeah. Well. 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 I hope I don't get in trouble for that. So let's just hope. <laughs> if you don't have a match, we know you got in trouble, and it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can, like, censor that. Like, what I've always wanted to do is someone censor my voice. But when they censor my voice, they, like, they dub over, like, um, Brooklyn Brawler's voice and go, Brawler! Like, they did that with John Cena once, and I've always wanted to do that. So, like, when I curse, and when I'm like, F this guy, like, instead of saying the F word, go, Brawler! So I've always wanted to see that. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so that about uh, wraps things up. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Um, how can fans get in touch with you? Do you have a Twitter or a website? Um, they can find me on Twitter. They can stalk me at Twitter at GoGoACH. Um, and then from there, you can find my Facebook page and all that good stuff. Um, I do not have a website at the moment. If anyone knows where I can get a website made, I would really, really love them. And I would really, really need one. I just really enjoy that. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, so, thank you to uh, thank you for speaking to us today, and uh, we hope everyone enjoyed the show. Oh, thank you, man. I had a great time. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> My name is Albert. I'm not in right now. Leave me a message. You already know what to do. Don't hang up your phone. Just make it do what it do. Leave me a message, and I get back to you. So please leave me a message after the beat. <laughs> leave me a message. To leave a voice message, press one or just wait for the tone.